Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Tuesday edition of the program. Merely Bo and the Great Z. How you doing, buddy? Well, it is Thursday. It is a Thursday. Which is better than Tuesday. Sure. So Tuesday's we- the worst. Tuesday is the worst. So yeah. you said Tuesday. I got scared for a second. Oh, did I say yeah, Tuesday? He said, we'll do a live oh, on a Tuesday. Oh, sad. I was like, no. Sad. Oh, my God. It would have been dreadful. Dreadful. We don't need to relive Tuesday. No. There's nothing going on. No, it's we the worst. In, except for the fact that we got to be on the east side in Aurora. Well, that was a win. On this particular Tuesday. On this particular Tuesday. No, yeah. a Thursday edition. Thursday edition. That's right. Thursday edition of week, the program. Can you believe week 11 of the NFL season kicking off? Week 11. <sighs> We, we talk about this, and I don't know if it's like this for uh, for fans, but when you do this job and the weeks the weeks stack, and it is a treadmill, and we've talked about this before, like I always tell my wife, like I will see you in January, and almost every week between the start of the season and the end of the season feels the same because there's a rhythm to it. You do, the, you do this on this day, you do this on this day, and these games stack. Like it's – impossible for me to wrap my head around now it feels like we're week 11 but we've only played nine games it feels like we should be like going down the home stretch and we're barely at the midway point like in college ohio state's got three games left yep you know and one of them is going to be if they beat michigan they'll have the conference championship game that's it so that one makes sense to me but the nfl to think that we have eight games left here as we're approaching thanksgiving next week it's hard to wrap it's wild yeah i used to always associate I used to always associate Thanksgiving with, in my fantasy world, being like the end. And it kind of yeah. was because it's week 12. And yeah. I think even back then we started maybe a little bit earlier. Okay. So it was week 12, week 13. Then the playoffs would start after that. And then by Christmas, you were like pretty much good. You're 100% right because the NFL used to start Labor Day weekend. Right. So you bought – there was another week forward. You played 16 games instead of 17. Yep. So you buy a whole week forward. So this would have been – This would be work week 12, week 13 next week. Thanksgiving, so, and then you're three weeks fans plus, and good night, Irene. It. I'll see you on down the road. Yeah, yeah. So there it has been – everything has been pushed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like hard. If the, even if it was still 16 games, I know it's only one more game, but when you've played nine and you only have seven to go, yeah, or when then you play this one, you're at 10, now you only have six to go, it feels significantly different. And I know it's only one more, but like it feels different. We're basically though. at the midway point right now. Yeah, yeah, it is hard. And the games start to run together a little bit, and it, it is, it's amazing how far we are into this thing. Um, this, uh, let me ask you this. From a – as, as as the loyal listeners know, Gibbe Gibbe loves a meteorology. Oh my goodness, loves it. My mom so loves how a, much she a, loves weather. Is She's a storm. Like so fired up. He's a he was a storm chaser. You've you've chased tornadoes in your life. I have. This is this. Is, you are always on it. You are quick to. You have. You must have some access to some apps or something. You're always very precise with when things are going to hit. You're an observer uh, of it. it. You love it even in extreme weather and lightning and in the summer when we have this stuff. You love going out and watching this. All of this, I believe, to be true. With all of that groundwork having been laid, the guest that you bagged in the 2 o'clock hour today. Oh, my God. You asked for him. I did. On air. Yeah. On air. On air yesterday. Huge P. I said, get me Cantori. 
I gotta hear. I gotta want. I want to talk to Jim. I want to know what's going on. I need boots on the ground in Buffalo. I need to know what we're going into. Um, what spurned this was the tweet of life. What was the tweet? Was life that? altering? Life altering. Life altering event. I believe so. Or life would be impacted. <laughs> yes. Whatever <laughs> like, it was. Bad. Whatever it was. I was like, we got to get the guy. We got to get that guy. I was on with people in Buffalo yesterday, and I was like, I kind of had made it a rule in my life to not fly towards weather events, not travel to, oh, there's an active weather event that's going to be altering people's lives. Like, I don't feel like I go there. I go, I stay away. If I'm not there, great, wonderful for me. Sure. But apparently. What was their attitude? You they didn't really know. They were, they were, they were more focused on hoping that the snow would be done by kickoff so that it wouldn't impact turn this into like a slushy running game that's what they were just more concerned about that they just didn't want that okay high impact lake snow event slated for eastern great lakes region of new york state into the weekend expect major disruptions disruptions to life life. will be interesting to to see how the nfl handles browns bills amazing so well the governor's already shutting stuff down i say it on the show yesterday and like i dream a genie it is so. He does. Give a tracks down Ken Torrey. Jim Ken Torrey will join us in the 2 o'clock hour and paint the picture of what we can expect. Give A's doing that interview. I mean, this is like. He no. has to do yes, this. Yes, no. this would be like if I was a producer on a show and you and I booked us Larry David. Like, I'm talking to Larry David. That's the way that's going to go. Yeah. You, 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 you deserve this. You guys this. are the pros. Ah, no, you're, the you're big a bees. pro. No, no, no. No, you're the big stop bees. it. I'm stop not doing it. Stop, stop, stop. You're the bees. Stop I mean, it. no. Just the P. I very least. No, but a huge. I'll ask a question at some point. This is the largest. But this is weather. This isn't like foot. This is your world. Like I would consider you a one hundred percent more of an expert on weather than me. And we're drinking this weekend. Yes, that's how this is going to go. Isn't he? He's the weather expert of the three of us. He's the weather expert of the three of us. No doubt. Someone on our on our in-house channel this morning said, "Congratulations, you booked the Beyonce of weather." Yes, and you're. The Beyonce of Weather's number one fan. You're battling Ticketmaster to when get to town, to Cantori's concerts. You're you're fighting guy, with Ticketmaster right now. This By is the amazing. way, this, Ticketmaster might. I feel like this could crumble Ticketmaster. The ta- Taylor Swift. I don't know what you're angst. talking about. What? No, clue. they almost broke the internet. What happened? They could not handle the her presale. Like literally, the the it's already sold out on the presale only. What is it? She's on Taylor Swift going on a massive stadium tour. It's the biggest tour maybe ever. My kid, it, my kid, the other day, people were not for twenty four hours. And nothing at one worked. point, she sent me a picture on her laptop. She was number two thousand in line for a presale. Dude, it broke the literally it broke the no, net. Ticketmaster it. couldn't it. handle it. People were fighting. You, she had a thing with Capital One where if you opened up a Capital something with Capital One where that allowed you access to the presale, that didn't work. People have been going nuts. I can't believe you didn't see this two days ago no, in your timeline. It. it was almost like. Ticketmaster was public enemy number one in the world. By the way, if you want right now the aftermarket or the secondary market, okay. I got to ask my buddy Clang from Amazing Tickets. Here, need tickets. Check so, out are you tickets. trying to get this? But yeah, I want to go to kids, but take the kids. Yeah, the secondary market is starting in the like twenties of thousands for a ticket. Why? Because they're all gone. This is not like they're bringing the Beatles back from the dead, and you're never going to see I'm them again. You, like, she will do more concerts. She's T Swift. She's T Swift. This, it's got to be the what first concert in a long time, or it's no, just. I, thank God she was at First Energy Stadium. That was like what three years ago. Yeah, I went and saw her in Reputation. Puke. 
God, it's I didn't see her at First Energy? Huh? She came to First Energy. Oh, no, no, no. That was before that. Okay. It, Did she yeah. bring, is she, so she puts on a good show? Oh, my gosh. She, she is a full-on star. It is. It is, is, it is quite the show, and you get your money's worth. I, it's, one of the, it's one of the best concerts I've ever been to, if not the best. Like, it just turns up overall production. Yeah. Everything. She is a performer. Her songs are great. Everybody loves it. Like, Camilla Cabello was the opening act back then. Okay. She was – it was unreal. See, I had Vance Joy. Yeah, dude. Who's Vance become Joy. I don't know who either of those people what? are. I don't know. Miss K and I – and the Vance Joy. Miss K and I walked down the aisle to a Vance Joy song. True I don't story. know who that is. I've Vance been, Joy? Mess is mine? Oh, my God. He's the best. We have an awesome uh, – we told him – what did he say? We told him that we had gotten engaged and that he was like an artist who's very influential in our relationship, the music and the set and whatever. And he, he and his, he's like six, five Australian guy. Unbelievable. Great singer. Great. Great head of hair. I mean, great it's a real curly. Yeah. And he was just like, that's extraordinary or something like that. It was awesome. How did you meet him and run into him? So he w- did uh, a show at Nautica. Okay. My kid went to that. And we were there and just so happened that the security guard who was doing the meet and greet was uh was in charge of the line for the meet and greet after the show. A huge Browns fan. He's like Come on. You in. like Vance Joy? We're like, We love Vance we Joy. We love him. And he's like, Well, why don't you meet him? We're like, sure. So we were first in line. Got to go in there. We had two seconds advance and told him the story. What a great so time! It was brilliant. He loved it, and uh, yeah, got a little honor. Congratulated us on our uh, our pending nuptials, and he was there. Are you? Advance. Are you? How confident that I would know one of his songs if I heard 100%. it? hundred percent. Okay. Yep. That's always what I. That's always my key. One hundred percent. The same thing with that other person. Who'd you say? Taylor Swift. Camilla. Camilla Cabello. Yeah. Would I know that? Would I know a song? Yeah. A billion percent. All right. Is that Havana? Havana? Havana. Havana. Mm-mm. A hundred percent. Okay, there probably would be. I'm sure. A hundred percent. Vance Joy, Riptide? Good song. Yeah. You've heard of Riptide. I don't know if I have or not. I mean, I... Running down to the riptide, taking away. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I know that I'm one. Gonna be your oh yeah. Gosh, good job out of you. You, yeah. that's a hell of a well, rendition. No, it was awful. No, no, no. But I thought I it had was the nice. tune. The I, tune was. I on. immediately knew the tune. I knew the yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know that. Yeah, my good. my kid got her tickets to uh, to Pittsburgh's outdoor stadium in June, and promptly turned around and said, "Hey, I got my tickets. Uh, I would love for you to reimburse this as my Christmas gift." And I said, "I bet you would, but you're 18 now. Who is this?" <laughs> Excuse me. Have we met? New phone. Who dis? Who dis? Who dis? The pizza place is closed. <laughs> New phone. Who dis? My buddy Steve Passoff loves, loves to say that. New phone. Who dis? Oh, I, I, I you love to give it to people. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Um, all right. As for our game, as of now, we are headed to Buffalo. Um, Why? Players are back at practice. You wanted to go to Detroit so bad. Um, That's apparently not possible. They're having like the Gabagool Festival or something there. Come on. What are you it's talking about? Through the Gabagool at Ford, Fe- at, the, at Ford Field? What's it called? Hold on. I'm looking. Got Gabagool? No, it's not Gabagool. You're slinging it's it's not salami? No, it's not. The, the this. Here, this is the real thing, though. Please. <laughs> Give it to me. What's it? What's it is really? called the Hobnobble Gobble. Hobnobble Gobble. And the, in parentheses, I got the you not it, kidding. That's you the literal it. name of the event. It's at least through tomorrow. What maybe is it? What do Saturday. they do? I don't know. They've got like carnival rides and Ferris wheels and they're hobbing, they're all kobbing, kinds of goblins. things. 
Here, I'm sending y'all a picture. 33% hob, 33% gob. But they're currently loading this festival. 33% knob. 1% speed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you can't play there. I don't think no. you, I don't think, I don't think you're going to be able to play there. There were other places, though, like you easily – like Jacksonville doesn't have a game, Miami, Tampa. He's cooking up Tampa. Gibbe is efforting hard Tampa's on a for bye Tampa. week. There's Got no nice place. resort there. Uh, There's no place. A nice – there's, that's peak Gibbe. Resort, did you see that? There's a, yes, there's of course. I know all about there. the resort. The, I, the notion of you, like Kenny Power style, headed to Tampa with Stevie Janowski, like, come on. That's, Brother. That's it. Don't you remember? Or, or, of course It I had remember. to be your When we had a week, we had two years in a row, I feel like, with a week there. We did, and it was spectacular. Oh, I don't know anything about the week. A week. That we was pre pre We were me. done. We were do the best oh, part right. about two-a-days, or... It was uh, joint, joint practices, practices in the preseason with them in, Florida? in Tampa for a week. We You're done by noon. It's like a vacation. We did the show, and yeah. then it was like, all right, well. There's a day. This is um, – so th this the resort Deacon thing. I've been thinking of crushing beers just living their best at like 4 o'clock until like the sky instantly becomes black. And Usually right when Deluge we walked us. out to the pool. Yeah. So this week, um, and right here on A50 ESPN Cleveland, you can hear the Buckeye games, of course. And the sideline guy for that is Matt Andrews. On tomorrow, rather, he flies charter to Maui to do play-by-play -play for Ohio State in the Maui Invitational. Because the voice is a little tied up. The voice is doing Maryland. Maryland, and then he's got, like, can you, but wait, if you're the voice, like, this is a scholarship, and this is, you know, this is with the Buckeyes. So you're going to be put up at a Four Seasons, you're going to be put up at a baller resort in Maui, and it's a charter flight. Like, I, I, I grabbed him this morning. I said, get over here. Get on the air. I said, this this is the greatest gig in the history of gigs. Why? Wh You're going to be in Maui from Friday until he flies back next Thursday. He's there for six days. Every Thanksgiving, he can't fly the fam. He can't miss Buckeyes, Maryland. I guess they – well, no. Buckeye football is more important than Buckeye basketball playing in the Maui Invitational. But, like, if I'm Big Daddy, I think he's got the – it's just the a call. Maryland game. He's just got Maryland. Call. Yeah. It's a charter. He'll be over by the end of the first He's, quarter. He could be back for Ohio State, Michigan the following week. He will be back. He would be because Matt's back. He's going to be on the sidelines for Ohio State, Michigan. He's back next Thursday, week from today. How are you doing better than that, that guy? Gig? Getting the cushy gig. Oh, what a job! I mean, like that. That there's nothing better than that assignment. Sounds great. Maui on the on the dime. And when does he get back? Next Thursday, a week from today. Leaves tomorrow. Which is. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Perfect. Charter's back. Paratroops in. Turkey's overrated, even if it's transformative. We still don't know. We're still waiting. I'm, 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 I floated this idea. I said, why don't we go with a bunch of chickens for Thanksgiving dinner? A whole chicken is superior to turkey. Okay. Agreed. Fine. What I want to do is tell you right now. So last night for um, that the charity you know that I'm involved with, yes. uh, Cornerstone of Hope. Yep. We had our board, uh, board of directors holiday dinner, and we went to Cordelia, which is on East Fourth, which is where Lola used to be. Oh yeah. Oh really? Okay. It, I've heard it, good things about that it place. It is insane. The food is insane. I could not recommend it more to people. It was incredible. So go to their menu, okay, or on their website. Well, I'm pulling it up now. Cordelia, CLE .com. You'll see a picture here, which is in the bottom, the bottom right. Yeah. That is a bird. That's a spatchcock chicken is what that looks like to me. It's exactly what it is. 
that is in their proprietary flour mix fried and then it's drizzled with a zaytar honey oh my god it was the Dude, best what, what is that what piece is that? of chicken i've ever had in my entire life it was truly transformative chicken it was the best chicken i can't even i couldn't the accolades listen you know I am not a fried chicken man. No, no, I know. Where, so where is this on the menu? Is this their this is their fried chicken? Let's see. Schmaltzy Zatar mine. It must be. It must be. It's That's whatever what you menu. just said. Spatchcock is right. Spatchcock, yeah. That's yeah, he said that. So like, to, what does that mean? Totally deboned and flattened. Yeah, and you cook it. Flat. Yes. So that's how it's cooked. That's got to be it. The. But it says. There's like two different 14 hours, 42. I don't know what that means. It was the full chicken. This is what you want. Their steak, by the way, was incredible as well. Um, really, there was nothing that wasn't This is a very outrageous. interesting menu. Yeah, and it's all locally sourced stuff. They get it out there. Um, it was unbelievable. The squohos, honey nut squash with a yogurt, salsa, matcha, coriander, was one of the coolest things. I've never had anything like that in my life. It was delightful. But this chicken... This, is this the deal. fried chicken was the most incredible chicken I've ever eaten in my entire life. Bar none. If you like fried chicken, go I mean, eat this. All right. I, I couldn't even tell you the last time that I ate fried chicken. Yeah. And I'm like, I would go tonight. And Run I it would right back. Eat it again. It's noted. It was unbelievable. The only bones they leave in, obviously, the drumstick thigh and the wings. But everything, everything else, else is, out. You're good. Beautiful beautiful white meat and it's in whatever the crust on it is we said it's proprietary and with a little bit of the honey i mean it blew my mind i have to give them a shout out well i, I had I, to yeah. it was unbelievable that's a that's a very good job yeah. all right um where we're at here from a weather standpoint, is not good. We're talking chicken. Taylor. I know we are. The Bills are dealing we with talk Taylor Swift. We, we got a lot going the bases. on. We got the Bills dealing with a flu bug. We've got the storm of the century. I saw this morning something like seventy inches of yeah, snow dude. accumulation. It just keeps getting more. Um, it's not looking any better. The NFL is monitoring it. The New York governor's is shutting down New York State thoroughway beginning at four o'clock today to commercial traffic from Rochester to the PA border. So. This is weather emergency 101. Yeah. What are you guys when are you guys going to know? What are we going to try to do here kids? They said they got to make a decision like uh, tomorrow. By the way, if that I, I think something's happening this afternoon or this evening. You, you have got to, right? You think things are happening? I I, I think you think have so. to make a decision one way or another. But well, announce it like yes, we're don't doing care, we're, we're doing going it. We're going to sort I'm it out. Sure our semi. Gibbing said our stuff is en route. We're packed. Is en route to Buffalo. But how could it be, Gibbing? Maybe not so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not anymore? Well, I don't know yet. <clears throat> I'm I don't think you could. Confirmation that I don't think you could. It's You have to. And it, it's funny. Like People have this so misconstrued. I saw so many people talking about, oh, they don't want to play in snow. It's got nothing to do with that. It's got to do with the roads, man. Yes, it's, it's about getting in and or the out airport in the airport, and it has to do with if you take the 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 manpower away from that to clear a football stadium, for, 
Football. For football. Football. It's nonsense. Like you would it is ridiculous. So it's got nothing to do practice. with the snow for the game. If this snow started on Sunday, this would be a non issue. No chance. So that's where we stand at this point. OBM is the official printer partner of your Cleveland Browns. Well, you depend on the Browns to win. You can always depend on OBM. They'll tackle any size office at 216 485 2000 or com. Mr. Zagura. So I just want to share this with you because I got, I was getting, as you noticed, a barrage of messages right there. One of yeah. them from the Miz who just yelled at us and said, We are so annoying uh, to me and Vince in our group chat. In the league where we've got that ridiculous. Well, I thought he was listening to team. the show. No. He has no idea when you're on the air. No. Yeah. No. Why would I mean, he's a busy man? He's a busy man. Yeah. He's got a lot to do. Yep. Um, so that league where we had a, the ridiculous, like, super team, mm -hmm. it's gotten more ridiculous. Isn't there a trade deadline? It's this Saturday. What have you done? <laughs> we just traded. And again, it's because we're so deep that we basically had two full starting teams that would have been probably team I one. I just think everybody like else in this league must be a bozo. They're not. To be, it is a very good league. I don't know. It feels – I'm skeptical based on it's some of this It's a very good league, and we did some Zagura great moves. Mind trick. I not only make fair trades. I make the fairest trades I of anybody. I do everything right, but I'm going to sway you this way, <laughs> and then you're going to walk off a cliff. All right, so we got Travis Kelsey. Yeah, er, we knew that. For yeah. Travis Etienne, yep. who has been a stud. They And this was before they even traded James Robinson. So even – or was it right after they traded James Robinson? And he's been a stud. And he's a 15th-round keeper for the Miz. He also got Dallas Goddard. Just got hurt. Sorry. Sad about it. And Pickens, who's good and a keeper for Kelsey. Okay. Well, now we just <laughs> traded Ramondre Stevenson, who's been awesome. Yep. And who also is a keeper. We traded T. Higgins. Okay. And Dalton Schultz. Okay. Who's been great since uh -huh. Dak's been back. Yeah. Leading the witness. For Derrick Henry. So now our starting lineup is – hold on, listen to our starting This is a 12-team league. Of I'm going to tell you right now – That's just ridiculous. Like, your, the people in your league are an embarrassment. I think they are too because what right. they're doing is, is they – look, you're smart. I'm not taking – That's it's, a it's fair got, trade. It's got nothing, that's three starters. It is if, you don't, if you're worried about trying to be – He's know, trying to win. He's trying to win a playoff game or he's trying yeah. – But he's not – he's never going to win the championship doing this. He's, he's a race to the middle. Okay. Guy, so here's, he here's our lineup. Yeah. Quarterback either Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields. Yeah. Running back starters Eckler, Derrick Henry. Okay. Receivers Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Hopkins. Flex is either David Montgomery and Herbert just went down in Chicago or Gabe Davis. Oh, and we geez. picked up Christian Watson. Tight end is Kelsey. We have like eight first round picks on our team. It's ridiculous. And it was lucky drafting. Jefferson was a keeper. We drafted Ramondre, who we've turned into Derrick Henry. We kept ETN when you didn't know what he was, who we turned into Kelsey. Yeah. And then we drafted really well with, like, Gabe Davis. We took the gamble on DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And it's all panned out. It and is. now we if have you a, don't win, it's an embarrassment. We Anything can happen, though, in one week. No, they don't score touchdowns. Get we your just, guys ready. Get them ready. Listen, we're telling them. We're telling them to get ready. <laughs> Mike just said you, we you, have the same record, people, you dummies. This league, <laughs> ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, All right, we will uh, we will meet the Browns coming up. Uh, we've got a guess the spread. As we know, we've got Mr. Cantori here. You'll hear from Joe Woods, Alex Van Pelt, 
I mean, this is oh by the way, Joe Thomas too, oh, we got Hoff too. Yeah, Hoff on the on the Germany unpacking of Germany and what it's like to play in these games. Oh my gosh, no. that's right. He was in the 07 game. We don't know where the game is being played definitively yet. We don't need that. We need Germany. We need Irv. Irv we Germany need beer that's houses. That's what I mostly that's want. That's what we yeah. need. Can right. we talk about what McAfee was putting out about him? No, mm. no, I no, I can't. I don't want to want to do that. Um, but we have all of that. The rest of that we will do. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Browns fans get into First Energy Stadium quicker on game days with Express Access presented by Root Insurance. Enroll for free today to enter through exclusive lanes at each gate. Plus, each game, use Express Access at First Energy and you'll be automatically entered for a chance to win a Browns autographed item. Go to the Tickets tab in the Browns mobile app to learn more. Now let's head to the podium. Our offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt. So you've seen the weather in Buffalo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 16 years of it, yep. Is there anything you can really add that people don't know to it? or You can't really describe it until you're in it. Um, it's whiteout. If you're in the bands, it's whiteout conditions, you know. I've been trying to, you know, I've talked to the coaches, talked to the players a little bit this morning, showed some video of what it could be like. It's hit or miss wherever the bands are, you know. Um, is what it is for both sides, so. We just gotta, you know, expect the worst, and and if it's better than the worst, then good. Were you in that White Out game in 2018? No, I was not. I was in one in '09. I was in uh, a few back against Miami late in the season, where, where the lake snow set in. Um, but once it sets in and it stays on top of you, it, you know, you're gonna get the heavy stuff. Knowing hey, what you know about the area, do you think there's a chance it gets moved? That it gets moved? Yeah. I do know if it's if it sticks over Orchard Park, it'll be tough. I think if it ever if they get the snow they're calling for, it could be tough to get it cleaned out, get it ready for the game. I'm not sure. You know, we're we're up for anything. Um, if we got to go to the parking lot, we'll you know. Alex, I mean, you could have one extreme to the, or the other. You could be inside and a dome. Mm-hmm. You got two game plans for. Uh, we have contingency plans for both. Obviously, we have a plan for good weather. Um, Bands stay south or north, and it's not a bad day. Then, good. If we move somewhere else, good. We'll be ready for both. Um, you know, it's one thing that COVID years have done for us. We're very flexible, um, used to adapting and adjusting to any circumstances that come up. It's not often that we see the offensive line struggle like it did last week. Is that just a? It's a solid group you were going against, obviously, but mm-hmm. what were the other problems you guys had? It was just one of those days, again, we had uh, one earlier in the season where we just didn't play our best. Uh, it was just individuals at each time throughout the course just added up to, you know, overall not what we're used to um, from those guys. And uh, there's no one's going to work harder to correct that than that group of men in that room, so I'm not worried about that at all. How did uh, Deshaun look in his first practice back Good. He looked good. Um, I know he's been working hard while he's been away from the building. Um, excited to see him out there. You know, he made some throws um, after practice, and we, we call it a little opportunity period where you know you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's impressive stuff. So he looks good. Uh, continue to work him in, and, and uh, you know he's been in the in the room now for a while. So I think he has a good understanding of how we work in the game week, and uh, you know transition him in when the time comes. Off to balance. 
getting him ready for a couple weeks from now and also keeping Jacoby on his normal routine? Yeah, I mean, it's not tough, but, you, you know, you just have to be um, – you have intent on what you're trying to get done, what reps that you can give Deshaun that you feel like Jacoby has a great understanding of that doesn't actually need that rep again. So it is – you're trying to make sure you have the right place uh, selected for Deshaun with at the same time not shorting Jacoby in his preparation. Uh, over the next few days to get Jacoby ready if he's going to be playing in snowy and icy conditions? Probably just watched the 2017 game that he played there, really. I mean, he's he was in the snowball. He was in that game. He played the full game, uh, looked at all his passes in that game. <laughs> kind of just, you know, he's, he's the least guy I'm worried about. It. He's already experienced it and lived it. Look at that Buffalo defense. How much of a difference has Von Miller made? He makes a difference, obviously. His sack production, his, his speed, his ability to, to rush off the edge is, is big. Um, they're very deep and with depth of solid players that, that rotate in up front and play a lot. Um, you know, They have good pass rushers on the other side as well. Um, so our challenge is, is to obviously protect if it comes down to that type of day. Um, they're good across the board up front. Better than anyone, you've thrown the ball up there. What's it like to pick out a target and throw it because it was nowhere near it? Um, <laughs> it can be frustrating. You know, it really can be. Um, there's a lot of different things from quarterback play, not gripping the ball too tight, uh, making sure you follow through. A lot of things I learned from Jim Kelly in my time there. Uh, he had a lot of those games. Um, the bottom line is it's going to be rough. If it is those conditions, it's going to be hard for both both sides. I know it's not going to be what it what. What it's going to be on Sunday, but you were part of the Bill staff in 07 when you guys played the game here. Yeah. What do you remember from that that game and in, in, in those conditions? Uh, very similar. Obviously, not as bad as 17 up there uh, versus Indy, but um, you know the biggest thing that stands out is walking. I was in the box at the time, thank goodness, and I walked down to the locker room at halftime, and our defensive back coach George Katavlis had about four inches of snow on top of his head. So that's my biggest memory, to be honest with you. It was a horrible uh, game. I believe it was a overtime 6-3, 9-6 game. It was really low story. Eight, no, yeah. yeah. So it was super, yeah, the one here. Yeah, so that uh, my memories of, of obviously Coach Catavis with the, the hairdo and uh, just brutal conditions. And, you know. Three games in Orchard Park? I was in that one as well. So many interceptions and so many takeaways. Does that change how aggressive you can be in the passing game or anything like that? Um, I, I just think that it heightens our awareness of, you know, taking care of the football. Um, you know, that's that's an area where we've, as a, as a team, emphasized improvement, you know, uh, getting back on the plus side of the turnover margin. And it starts with us not giving them any. So I, I know that's a, the number one goal of this week is to come out with zero turnovers or giveaways for us. All right, there you go. Coach Van Pelt at the podium. And now for the matchup, our offense versus the Bills defense, Dr. Z. All right, this is a very good defense. Number eight total defense. Number two scoring defense. Is it good to be number two as a scoring offense and number two as a scoring defense? Feels like that would lead your, uh, to a lot of wins. Number seven against the run. Yep. Seventh in sacks. Third in takeaways. Third in the red zone. And eighth in yards per play. They have 13 interceptions. Look at the vest. Look Jeez. at this vest. Ready. Is he going fishing? Is, is he going peak. fly? What's he it's doing? Peak swag. Peak right out of a he calendar. He could be doing anything. Anything. He could be at the Yellowstone Club at the bar. Absolutely. Ordering four fingers. It's all in play. I think he may have done that. He came walking in earlier. It's yeah. unbelievable. Um, 
back to the, it's as good as this Bills defense, quite frankly. 13 picks on the year, tied for the most in the lead. 27 sacks, tied for seventh in the league. Uh, and what's amazing to me is you think of the Buffalo Bills, you think of their secondary. You know, this is a team, they play nothing but nickel. They have their DBs on the field. You think of names like Tredavious White, a two-time Pro Bowler, a first-team All-Pro. You think of a name like Micah Hyde, a Pro Bowler and a two-time second-team All-Pro. You think of Jordan Poyer, former Brown, great friend of the program, wonderful human being, first-team All-Pro last year. Tredavious White hasn't played all year. Micah Hyde hasn't played since week two. And Jordan Poyer's missed four out of their nine games, yet he still has four picks in five games, which are uh, third in the NFL. But they're starting guys that you really haven't heard of. Dane Jackson, a seventh-round pick from 2020. Damar Hamlin, a sixth-round pick from 2021. Taron Johnson, a fourth-round pick from 2018. Cam Lewis, an undrafted free agent from 2020. I mean, that, and they were without Kair Elam last week, who was their first-round pick uh, this season. So, they're playing Christian Benford, a sixth-round pick this year. Gets his first start last week. Started four games. Gets a pick. Uh, his first interception of his career against Minnesota. It's crazy. The guy's on the back end. Linebackers loaded. Matt Milano is terrific. He's the number four linebacker at Pro Football Focus. Number two coverage linebacker. Tremaine Edmonds is a two-time Pro Bowler. He's the number two linebacker at Pro Football Focus. Number one in coverage this year. Although he left last week with a groin and has not practiced. They're loaded up front. Von Miller's got eight sacks. Greg Rousseau, their first-rounder from a year ago, already has five sacks, a career high this year. He was injured, though, didn't play last week with an ankle, has not practiced. You got Boogie Basham, their second-rounder from a year ago, had a sack last week. You got A.J. Epinesa, their second-round pick from 2020. He had a sack last week, three-and-a-half on the season. You got Ed Oliver, had a half-sack, a tackle for a loss, four quarterback hits, and nine pressures, their first-round pick from 2019. He's on the steed right back there. They, I mean, they're loaded. It is a loaded team, talented. They play nickel exclusively, the most in the NFL, 96% nickel, 98% sub-package. That's most in the NFL. They don't blitz. They play light boxes, yet they stop the run, although the last few weeks they have not been as good, and that's what the Browns have to hope they can get after. First six games, running backs, uh, the most any running back group rest for against Buffalo, 89 yards, four yards a carry. Four games, they held running backs under 50 yards, four games under three yards a carry. The last three, 157 yards per game, 6.3 yards per carry, and a touchdown. So hopefully that can continue for the Browns. Uh, for the season still, though, they're 109.6, which is seventh last three weeks, 176.3 total rushing yards per game. Um, Nick Chubb going against light boxes. That's a great thing for the Browns. He averages nine yards a carry and has four touchdowns, both most in the NFL. Buffalo, they run a light box 76% of the time. Light box means six in the box. So you're four down linemen, you're two linebackers. They're in a 4-2-5 basically all day long. That's what they live in. But they're talented because it's a marriage of, of you know pressure and coverage on the back end. They have unbelievably athletic linebackers who both can tackle. Edmonds himself has four straight 100-tackle seasons. Milano's considered one of the best coverage linebackers in the league. They're just good. They're flat out. This is a good football team. We're going to have our hands full, and this is not a game in which we want to fall behind. We have got to have the lead. We've got to stay competitive with this team because they are just so good at all three levels. They really are. They're going to score a lot. For our offense, it feels like the second drive is the key. Yep. You know, because we've been really good on first drives. Like, sure. go down there, get points. They're probably going to go down there and get points. Can you match them? Um, and I'm I'm with you. I think when you're playing teams like this, I mean, the, the game script has got to go your way. 
Yeah, we can't fall behind. You if, can't chase these guys around. I don't care where this game's played. It could be played on the moon. It's going to be the same operation. Yep. No, we need to be we need to be after them. This is going to be, I think, a game, a heavy Nick Chubb game. Now, are they going to play true to their typical tendencies? Probably not. Right. You think they're going to put more guys in the box because we've got Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, by the way, 12 straight games with 4.25 yards per carry or better. Back to the Green Bay game on Christmas a year ago, which is the second longest streak since Barry Sanders had 14. Second longest streak since 1970. How about this one? 10, yard, 10 or more rushes, 4 more yards per carry in every game this year. One of four players in NFL history to do that in their first nine games total. Nobody else in the league this year is more than six. If he does 10 in a row, he'll join DeMarco Murray. He's the only the second ever to do that in the first 10 games of the season. And he is the first running back since O.J. Simpson in 1975 with 900 yards, 10 touchdowns, and 5.5 and yards per carry in the first nine games of a season. There you go. He's really good. Pretty good. Get pretty, him the ball. Pretty good. Yep. DPJ, by the way, he's yeah. DPJ's been Dude, great. Hopefully, we get the Joku back. Hasn't been an offensive issue. Offense has been fine. Good enough. But last week, you know, you don't turn the football over. You have back-to-back turnovers, basically, and then a failed two-minute, and that was the end of the game for you. They've got. We can't stub our toe. We can't have. Can't put the ball on the ground. Turn it over. You can't fail on a fourth down. We got to convert money downs, and we got a chance. All right, coming up next. Fantasy football, start him or sit him for this week. Z with some good ideas the last couple of weeks on this. Uh, also, guess the spread. We'll have that coming up next as well. You'll see Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Buying or selling a home with Howard Hanna Real Estate Services, always a winning strategy. If you plan to make a move this season, they're going to have you covered at Howard Hanna. Every day is game day. Visit howardhanna.com slash go Browns today for more. Week 11 in fantasy football, Z. You got some hot, you got some picks to click, buddy? Yeah, who would you like to rob on your fantasy league this week? Let me tell you something. You're not on. Oh. Let me tell you something. I make very fair trades. These are sure very fair trades. Even most people in the league hated it, and they were like, you know what? Both teams got better. That's what it is. That's the art of a deal. The, the tricky thing with fantasy football at this time of the year is, is you have to decide, and this is probably where I think there's some fault on your buddies' parts who are doing these deals with you. You have to decide. It, with this acquisition, can I win it? Or does this just make me, unless there's some sort of punishment for not. Well, there's, well, you don't want to be the Virgil, but there's also remuneration for winning your division. Oh, yeah, you guys have divisions. That's right. Winning so your he, division. Okay. Is, so as long as he can do, as long as he can do those type of things. Tied for first in his division right yeah. now. So, if this, so he's basically got three starters for one. Yes. So that's. It gives him he a more a, complete yeah, team. Yeah. He was starting he Taysom Hill at tight end. So Taysom Hill to Dalton Schultz is. A big upgrade. Right. Higgins is immediately his best receiver. And Ramondre Stevenson, people are – he's the number nine fantasy back. Derrick Henry's number no, no, three. Sure. Yeah. But Stevenson's been elite, right. and he's a keeper he also, for two years. He also, more likely than not, handed you the championship. So that's the, the, We've the already been, off of that. We're 300 points clear of the field. Like, we're yeah, already this is, scoring. This isn't even about that. This is about the a next level. Well, we're trying to be. I want to so see the it. reaction if his team just takes a dive and they all. Oh, it's the totally calls. possible. It, it is totally. One had, week. I had one team like this once that yep. was that lapped the field. It was the best team. It was in one and of the Ladanian years. Playoff weekend, and I lost in in a most absurd fashion where somebody had one guy score sixty. Yeah, it was probably Camara. 
It or was, like it was Jamal this, it Charles was, years ago. Yeah, it was in Ladanian Tomlinson. I had Tomlinson. It was like, in one of those. Like it was just, Jamal, yeah. just ridiculous. People and go like, nuts. Tomlinson and Torrey Holt, and I don't know, whatever. Yeah, Punch, you, just loaded. And it would just – one guy went crazy and lost in the semifinals. It was like the greatest team to never win it. That happens. The, it happens all the time. Fantasy football in one week. The season is what tells you, you know, what you've done, right? Like the season is, okay, that's how we've gotten – yeah. You win the season. And I have many, many times in my league been number one record, number one total points, number one seed, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's rare that that team wins at all. I'm doing, we're doing everything we can. Yeah. We Put yourself in a position. Super team and we'll see what ends up happening. All right. Who do you like this week? From a fantasy standpoint, look, you're weak. You got to go with your horses, but you do have to play, as we talk about often, some bit of the matchup. So start a quarterback. I have a dilemma myself this week. I don't know what to do. I've got Justin Fields, who's the hottest player in fantasy football yep. right now. And I have Lamar Jackson, who's a pretty dynamite quarterback in his own right. So that's a tough one for me. But obviously, I think you got to go with your guy, Mr. Fields. He's too exciting, too explosive. Um, I think Dak Prescott has started to show that he has been a reliable fantasy option. And then because Detroit is so bad, if you're desperate, if you need, don't have Tom Brady, you need to pick up a quarterback this week, go ahead and give Danny Dimes a look. Danny Dimes against the Detroit Lions. The Lions are not good on defense. No. I would recommend him. Uh, in Chicago, staying in Chicago with Khalil Herbert down, I believe that that really helps David Montgomery. Vaults him up to the top or near the top of the <laughs> rankings this week. Keep rolling Tony Pollard. I don't care if Ezekiel Elliott comes back. Uh, I think he's a good play for you. And then a little bit of a sneaky one for me this week is uh, Brian Robinson against the Houston Texans and Antonio Gibson. If Gibson's out, definitely Robinson, I think, becomes a must-start for you. Uh, at the receiver position, it's, you know, it's the usual suspects. Uh, I think, obviously, a guy like T. Higgins is a must-start, even though I just traded him. I'm on Ross St. Brown. He's back. He's a must-start. If you're able to get Keenan Allen, Mike Williams back for the Chargers, get both of them in your lineups, and I'm always rolling Garrett Wilson. PPR, Rondale Moore is becoming a weekly play in PPR. And obviously tonight, if you want to kick the tires on Christian Watson, you saw what he did last week. Maybe he's taking over there. Uh, the tight end position, I mentioned Schultz already. I think Higby is good. And then now if you lost uh, a Zach Ertz, you're looking for a tight end this week. If Cole Komet's still out there, he scored back-to-back -back weeks for you in Atlanta. Foster Moreau is now the tight end with Las Vegas. And then a deep sleeper, Juwan Johnson, starting to be very productive as the tight end with the New Orleans Saints. All right, you ready? No. Here we go. Okay. You had you were even Steven last week. I thought it was better than Oh, that. no, were you 10 and 8? I went... No, no, we have 18 games. It was eight and six. Eight That's and what six. I did. That's all right. You how ready? Many games do we have this week? He got lucky. <laughs> Coming right for you. Right, right. If it's, I think eight and six is the goal again. If there's 14, we've got. Yeah. Okay. 14. <laughs> all right. You ready? <laughs> yep. Tennessee at Green Bay tonight. Tennessee at Green Bay tonight. Green Bay. Yeah. Tennessee wins a lot of games. What are they? Six and three. Green Bay four and six. Green Bay will be favored. Tennessee. Green Bay minus two and a half. Got it. Minus three. Good job out of you. Okay. All right. Let's go. Cleveland at Buffalo. Cleveland at Buffalo. It's got to be more than a touchdown. Eight and a half. Got it. Eight. Okay. Perfect. This is exactly how he does his. He always week. starts. He crushes start these out of the gates. Yep. I start hot. They usually give me good man. Cincinnati. Okay. At Pittsburgh. Bengals minus four. 
got it. Minus three and a half. Okay. Okay. That one I was unsure of. Chicago at Atlanta. Atlanta's not good, but I would imagine that they would be like on a neutral field. This feels like a one-point game to me, so I'm going to go Atlanta. I'm torn between two and a half and three and a half because I feel like it could be one and a half. Atlanta minus two and a half. Got it. Minus three. Four and oh. What a stretch. Let's go. Philly, I've seen go. this story before. Philly and Indy. Hey, by the way, Philly, news out of Philly. Jay Glazer. Um, obviously, they just signed a defensive tackle. They're yeah. in talks to sign Indomitian Sue as well here. Of course before they, they are. Why wouldn't they be? Well, we can, and those Chiefs guys back at practice today, by the way. I'm just saying Trotter among others. Chief I love back that. At practice. Good. good. Need them. People are saying, why aren't these guys signing with the Browns? We're not in contention for a Super Bowl. These right. veterans are waiting to sign they with Super Bowl contenders. You, can, you. Right. you can't make somebody sign. Right. Philly at Indy. Thank you. Philly. I just wanted to get him off his. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was BS. You're <laughs> there it is. Bunch of malarkey. There we go. Stay now focused. Get it wrong and this Focus. is going to go off the rails. Right back. Focus in. Yes. Don't listen to him. You know this. You've done the homework. I hate so much about the things you choose to be. Philly at mm. Indy. Yep. Philly minus seven. Got it. Nailed it. In on your it. Face, dude. Jets. What was at it? Patriots. Was it really seven? seven. Days, it was dude. on it. Nailed it. All right. Five. <laughs> Jets five. at New England. Five and zero. Oh. Unbelievable start for you. Jets at New England. That's right. And New England smoked them. Last Slumped time. them. New England minus five and a half. New England minus three. First miss. First bum, miss. Bum, bum, bum. Here we go. Rammies at Saints. Oh, Rams at I'm Saints. Like, I'm now in my mind. It's, it's, Stay focused. When I'm Stay locked in, it's so good. And Stay then it's just like in. mine goes blank. You're fine. You're fine. Rams safe. at House Saints. Money. Yep. Can I ask a question? Sure. Is is Matt Safford expected to play? He's ex he's at practice. So Does I, the line reflect that, that in your opinion? Yeah. Is that a fair I question? Th I, I think so. I don't even know how. Okay. I will say, though, don't read anything into that because I don't even know how you would do a Rams line. Okay. Or a Saints. They both suck. Okay. Uh, Rams minus one. Saints minus three. Detroit at Green Bay. I love. I'm this. sorry, Detroit at, New at the Giants. Detroit at Giants. Detroit at Giants. G-men. Vegas doesn't love the Giants. At least has not historically. <clears throat> but it's got to be a touchdown. Six and a half. Giants minus three. Yes. Come on, just keep it moving. You're all right. <laughs> Carolina what, three against they're saying three. that they on a neutral field are, are the, the same, same as the Lions that's correct Carolina at Baltimore gentlemen it's Baltimore gentlemen grab cakes Baker mm -hmm. Baker and Lamar Baltimore minus 13 and a half nailed it 13 Let's go! Wow. Washington at that one might have saved you. Washington at Houston. Washington minus three. Got it. There's so many minus threes this week. I just Vegas at Denver. This is like Pedro last week, 17 14 threes. Yeah. 
I'm wor- it's working. Denver minus three. Got it. Let's go. Let's get eight. out of here. Let's go. We're at eight. Dallas at Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota minus one and a half. Dallas minus one and a half. Vikings are always underspread. I understand. And it. they win it's every they week. Win. Kansas City at the Chargers. Okay, the Niners were seven-point favorites against the Chargers at home. Kansas City, I imagine, would be favored over the Niners. I'm, I think they get, might keep it right in that range. Kansas City, minus seven. Got it. Minus six. This is unbelievable. You've got nine right already. I'll tip my cap to you. 49ers, Arizona, Estudio Azteca. Neutral. Oh. Neutral. Worst. Niners, seven. Got it. Niners, eight. What a what a run! Ten Ladies and gentlemen, ten. Now that he's out of his car, in your face, give it. Let Woo! it. I just said I tip my cap. Let it hear. This is a unbelievable run. run out of you. Woo! Ten of them, incredible. You oh, got a flare dance man. on the stream. Brown Let's fans, go. Skip the chore of laundry. Enjoy life, not laundry. Tide Cleaners offering thirty percent off dry cleaning for the month of November. Just mention the promo code Browns. Visit TideCleaners.com to find the closest location to use. Some exclusions may apply. Everybody, take the rest of the day off. Let's go. The next level's next. Clean no. the Browns daily. Eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And the Bath Authority gives you the bathroom of your dreams in about a day. You can transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like experience. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler, expert and factory trained installers. Call now for 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. The largest selection of bath projects are all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Acrylic tubs that insulate and keep the heat in. Tub to shower conversions as well. Superior products with expert installers at thebathauthority.com. And now here's our defensive coordinator, Joe Woods. You guys had cleaned up some of the run defense for a yeah. couple of weeks, and then a little bit of a setback last week. Uh, we were talking to Greg before. He said some of it came down to guys not sticking to the assignment. Was that the, one of the major issues this time? A little bit of everything. Um, and it, it was a hard offense, the game plan for. Um, when you watched them, it was like different. They were doing different things versus different teams, so you had to prepare for a lot. So really try to keep the menu small. And I felt – like the first half, they were making some plays, but I think it was 10-7 uh, with a minute 22 left, and they had that two-minute drive. So I felt like they were doing some things, but I felt like we had them under control. But the end of the half, the touchdown, coming out the third quarter, they went right down the field, and that, that changed the game for us. Do you, do you feel like you maybe overemphasized the pass because of the hill and waddle and they got you? No, no, no. I think we, we do a good job dealing with the runs that we feel like we're going to get. Um, so there's balance, but it's not. We know we have to defend both. Back in Washington, what happened with Jadavian Miles? It just didn't seem like they were able to have the impact that we've become accustomed to. Miami and scheming for them, or just to, what did you see? Yeah, um, offensively, again, they do good things scheme wise. You have to get them to, you know, like second and seven plus, or you have to get them to third and long. You know, third downs we had early in the game, you know, we 
we stopped the first third down. It was a three-yard pass, and the ball was coming out of his hand. And on second down, it was a lot of play action. So it was like max protection for him. So you have to get him out of those situations so you can be more creative what you're trying to do on passing situations and create one-on-ones. So didn't do a good enough job on first and second down to put us in position to rush on third down. Preparing for potentially two different styles of game based on whether you're in wintry conditions in Buffalo or if it gets moved. Yes. We have some of those calls pretty much, you know, based on the situation. So there might be a few more calls we would add, but you definitely have to prepare if the weather is really bad to potentially get more more run game. Preparing for Josh Allen, given his skill set and his size and, and how tough of an assignment that is. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's tough to deal with. You see him on tape, you cover guys up, and then he scrambles. And, you know, if you bring pressure, then he's, he's making throws. Uh, he can throw the ball, I mean, forever and just flicking it. Um, but you have to have multiple things defensively to deal with them. But at the same time, you know there's going to be a few times where he's going to get loose. So we just have to be disciplined with our rush lanes. We have to be disciplined with our coverage if he does scramble. Because like I said, he's scrambling and throwing the ball 60 yards downfield. How do you handle Allen is a runner um, when a lot of it's off schedule versus Lamar is a runner when some of it's more designed? Yeah, it's similar. They do have some design quarterback runs. But that's the thing you see what makes them dangerous. Um, I, I was at the senior ball. We had him as quarterback when I was down there. But uh, you can see how big he was then. But um, this for him, it's you can see times where he, he drops back. He sees a hole and he takes off. There's other times where the coverage is good. And he's just running sideways. But he's hard to tackle. He's stiff-arming guys. He can't bring them down. Um, and then you have the quarterback design run. So he does a little bit of everything. It's just guys being aware of it having proper rush lanes, having guys at the second uh, level that have eyes on them in position to chase them down. And you have to mix it up. You have to do a little bit of everything. You're not going to be perfect 100% of the time, but everybody has to be aware of what he does. He's thrown six interceptions in the last three games, and he's been very vulnerable to mistakes. How does that – how do you guys approach it? Yeah, I mean, you see the, uh, the turnovers that they created, but I think some of it was situations, you know, it's fourth down. Uh, one of the interceptions, and you're going to try to force the ball in there on fourth down. Uh, the end of the game against uh, Minnesota, it was a situation where they had to score. So I think some of the some of the interceptions he had was based on the situations they were in, um, and he had to try to make those throws. But it's something we always talk about trying to get takeaways. So um, just playing good good coverage, whether it's zone or man, and if the opportunity presents itself, we have to cash in. After those two good games leading into the bye for you guys. Mm -hmm. um, how big of a kind of shock was that you didn't play well against Miami as a defense? And then how do you get the guys to recover against, you know, Buffalo offense that's really good? Yeah, honesty. You know, we look at the game. We talk about what we did well, uh, what we didn't do well, things we need to do to fix it, whether it's scheme, whether it's execution. But I just think being honest, and those guys know that for me. You know, I'm just going to tell them the truth, good, bad, doesn't matter. Um, but in this league, you have to move on. And it said each week the challenge is different from what you see offensively. So moving on to, to Buffalo, we know what the, those challenges are and feel like we have a good game plan and the, and the guys have practiced good so far this week. 
There's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milk Bone. It's the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. We are going to the authority coming up next. The great Jim Cantori of the Weather Channel will join us about the weather event heading to Buffalo and how it may affect the game. That's coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family owned and operated with you. Join them as a customer, as an employee. You'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. Uh, here's what we know right now. We'll go boots to the ground here in a second uh, with Mr. Cantori. But where we are right now is yes. a bit of a waiting game on this game. It um, feels that way, yeah. What's Schefter saying? You had you had something that he had he had weighed in. Well, he his I mean he's been on it kind of all morning, but his every time that he talks about an alternative location, it's always Detroit. It's always his alternative location. Now, even that though, if that is the case, I would think because it's not just if we don't go to Buffalo, it's that you got to get Buffalo out of Buffalo. Yes, that's right. So how quickly can they mobilize? Can they get their trucks with their gear? Can they fly? How does that happen that quickly? So that the clock's ticking on all that stuff. Yeah, and it looks dicey. I mean, it's funny. I don't know if maybe because we were playing there, we were more plugged into the fact that this was coming, but now all of my buddies are texting me about the weather there. I'm getting you know bombarded with people commenting on the weather in Buffalo being like, are you really going to Buffalo? Is this really happening? Uncle Tom's texting me. He wants to know if him and his buddy can drive. I'm like, no, don't don't leave yet. No. No. It's, there's no reason for this. We gotta, uh, yeah, we need to know what's going on. The most on. recent from Schefter said, if the NFL winds up moving Sunday's Browns-Bills game to Detroit, Buffalo would play back-to-back games, which we know. So his every time he talks about moving it, though, his it sounds like that's it the feels only like option. that's the only option is Detroit. The only other ones that are around, like if you wanted to be somewhat similar, would be I think Philly – is open this weekend to where you could play at Lincoln Financial. But once you're in a plane, what difference does it make if you play in Philly or play in Tampa? Right. Who Nashville cares? Like, would be open because the Titans play tonight. Right. Those type of places. But I don't know what would be the – I think they probably would want to send you somewhere where there can be no events, there could be no weather. Indoors. Yeah, so you're in the clear. Would be, in the clear. Yeah, yeah, a dome would be ideal. But, I mean, it's obviously – well, it's clearly a difference playing in Tampa versus, say, Arizona. So, from a planning standpoint, I know that would make you happy. How quickly could you turn that around? Fly in tomorrow? I could do it. I could. <laughs> I could be ready to go today if they were like, let's, let's we're go. going to Arizona. I could do that. Yeah. Unfortunately, they've got a game, right? Don't they? On Monday. But it's a turf. Yes, yeah, turf. We you could, could run it back. Yeah. yeah, sure. Run it right on back. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think um, it does feel like Detroit is the option. I know they got the. Scaramooch Festival or whatever they got going there. Scaramooch. That's still going. Where on. is that guy? We haven't. We haven't. He's still in the mix. I follow him. He's still. Oh, I lost takes. him when I lost my. Uh, here I got him right now. Severo, right? Yeah, Frank Severo. He's still there. Is he still doing the? Is he still playing the hits? There is only one note. Oh, Kesarich. There he is. There's only one note for him. That's it. Followed by Bo Bishop and BGS. He gives love it. 
Yeah, he's the best. That's the guy you're hoping for right there is that guy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I do feel like that the clock is really ticking on this thing, though, because logistically you just can't you can't keep pushing it. Like, you have to make a decision sometime, it feels like, in the next 24 hours for sure. And even that feels like it would be tight because if you look at these, and, and hopefully uh, Jim Cantori will join us, it feel, Gibby, you mentioned there was like a window maybe on Saturday, but they would have to get out. You got to get Buffalo out. Yes, either us in or Buffalo out. Which I mean, it looks like it's going to start to slow down Saturday night. Okay. So and then is there a reamp up? No. Sunday day. I mean, it's going to be windy. <laughs> it's not going to be great, but the snow machine is supposed to shut down. We'll kind of see how it plays out. So. If it stays in Buffalo, it sounds like we wouldn't go in until late Saturday. And if it goes to Detroit, it sounds like they would leave late Saturday. As it stands now, I suppose. I mean, I mean would they be able to log it out makes the most tomorrow sense. morning, or but is it still, already happening? No, I don't think it's happened. I mean, I, I think the way there it's happened, because I saw some video this morning of people like on 90, that there's already some of that. Like, we had snow on our side of town this morning. Oh, yeah. Like, so, a good an inch a, of ice. We yeah. had a good snow. It was a little rough. Yeah, so that's that's already happening over there, and you're, I would think, just in terms of, I mean, our gear and all that stuff. That buses, do they bus that stuff everywhere? Or is that a flight in certain places? For us, like a truck. No, I'm talking about like the the Browns equipment gear. Is that a truck or is that all flight? Flight. That's flight. Okay. Combo. We have a semi that carries Combo. a Combo. good chunk of it. Yeah. The individual player bags and that's that's on the plane. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. certain, but they have like a truck things. that takes. That goes every week to wherever the location. Yeah, correct. So that far, I think they go as far west as Houston, and okay. after that, everything's got to go on a plane. You got to get a bigger plane. Okay. Yeah. Because you got to get if you're if you're getting that stuff to Buffalo, that's got to go. Yeah. And I don't know if we've left yet or not. Yeah. It's loaded. It just seems strange to be in a holding pattern like this. I you know. know, I know the last I'm, thing you want to do. Holding pattern now. I try to get all of. It's all right. I'm sure he's, he's working, man. He's got stuff going on. No big deal. Um, but just logistically, you got to get it sorted out quickly. Like a decision yeah. needs to be made, and then we can all plan for how we deal with it. But I, I think that needs to be made post haste. Agreed. Yes. Now get on and it. This isn't even be. for my own personal edification. Although I'd be love to know what's happening personally which I think is fair, but I just think everybody involved needs to know what's going on. Yeah, just logistically, you've got to get an NFL team and everything that surrounds it either there or to Detroit quickly. ASAP. Yeah, so a decision's got to be made on this. There's a man of consequence. Big Drew. He came in here. What he, was his beef? He forgave me for my wrong opinion, and we hugged. Your opinion was right, but what, what, was I his, said. what was his? How did he justify Running back, thought the same it was great. Line. He thought it was great. So they're the just, third time. They, they closed everything up at the end of last season. They yeah. needed to launch a bunch of new stuff. I it's said, the but same. the new stuff's the same. I did. I, and then what did he say? He just didn't care. He disagreed. He just loves the Montana stuff so much. He doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. He said that what he thinks is going to, which I hadn't thought about, that he thinks the big storyline is going to be that with the um, the the deer or the wolves. I'm sorry, the marked wolves. Mm-hmm. That that's going to get found out, and that he now as the governor is going to have to go after them, and it's going to turn like split him in the bunkhouse, and that he's basically going to because he's bigger than the farm now, he's going to you know those guys are going to get punished for for that. 
Not not the way he he's not rule. The problem with that logic is he's not ruling that way. He's ruling as a one-term guy. He doesn't care right. if he's elected. He's, it's all t- about the ranch. He doesn't care about it. Right. That's so what I, I said. I that was it. my yeah. comeback. I think everything anything, is about the ranch. I think if anything, and I don't even know if it would, because actually that would be federal even more than it would be state, because that's National Park. Those wolves are from the National Park. So that would be a federal issue more so than he it would may, be. A, he won't be able to defend them. He wouldn't them. be able to defend them or help them on that front. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what about, could you play this thing at, no one's talking about it. Uh, Frankie just uh, sends it to me on social. What about Syracuse? Like, where's that in relationship to that's everything? Gonna in the, that's going to be getting battered, I would imagine, as well. I don't, yeah, I, well, I don't know if it's in the path. The others, like Rochester and all those, where we're looking like places to fly into. Um, I think Syracuse is more middle New York State. I mean, they've got a dome. Yeah. I have no idea if it's like... NFL approved. What is it? The Carrier Dome? Oh, yeah. Actually, it looks like. Yeah, I think Syracuse, Syracuse might work. It's a way. It's yeah. It might work. How far is that from Buffalo? I'll tell you. Feels like it's a good bit. Two hours. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that could be an opportunity. Could be an opportunity there. All right, um, let's do this. We have the Hoff coming up next, 2.30. We tried. You tried. What are you going to do? The guy's yeah, busy. He's in the middle I, I of snowmageddon. I look in to see snow if tornadoes. A, a hit. I don't know what's it happens. going on. So. It's all he's good. got the we, number. We efforted. We efforted. Uh, but once we get into the Hoff, then he's out, unfortunately. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're on to Hoffland. So that's coming up next. Um there's nothing quite like tailgating touchdowns and twisted tea. It tastes just like real iced tea. You know why? Because it's made with real brewed tea. Cool, refreshing, and a 5% kick of alcohol. It's thirst down and gold. Twisted tea, hard iced tea. Keep it twisted. The Hoff coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. When a medical mistake caused your injury, call the medical malpractice attorneys at 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. We'll get to the Hoff here in a second. Before we do, though, let's take a look at the Browns' defense versus this Bills' offense, which is lights out, Dr. Z. Am I on? No. Is this thing on? Now you're on. Let's go. Okay, we talked about earlier. Oh, we have the uh, Hoff. The Hoff is here. Oh, baby. Let's head out. Let's go. Yeah. Let's head out. We'll this tell you we about their offense tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow, You kids. wait, Bills. 
Twisted Tea Hotline brought to you by Twisted Tea Hard Ice Tea, an official sponsor of the Cleveland Browns. Keep it Twisted Cleveland. The Huff is back from his European sojourn. Huff, My goodness. Huff, Huff. I mean, yeah. where do we even start off? How do you take us through it? You you were it felt like you were there for six weeks. Uh it did. Especially when I was heading back and I finally put my feet on American soil. Good old American soil again and uh felt like my head was still in the cloud because it was I think it was like eleven days, but it did feel Jeez. closer to six weeks because I had the little family trip on the front end, which was spectacular, going to Paris with my daughters and my wife. Uh. It was memorable, you know, first time ever in france and paris it was so cool really? just kind of seeing everything through their eyes it was amazing then yeah. we went to barcelona for a couple of days and then i jetted out of there for some uh quote-unquote work got to go hang out with the great irv in germany Jeez. and enjoy the first ever nfl game in germany so um more fun than i could expect in a full year and put it together in 11 days incredible all right we need just if you want to go Mount Rushmore, you can do that. But give us we – need, we need a couple of Irv moments, and we need also some moments of you frolicking around in Lederhosen and Hofbrauhauses. Oh, incredible. And, that, and then Pat McAfee, what a crud. To use you bouncing around <laughs> against you the way that he did, it was sad for me oh. and for everybody who loves you, Hoff. But all right, let's hear it. Give us some of the highlights. <laughs> oh, man, some of the highlights. Well, just the first night, you know, me and the great Steve Mariucci, Coach Mooch, uh, dressing up in Lederhosen, going to the Hofbra house, living my childhood dream. As you guys saw, if you watched the broadcast, you saw that I'm, I'm full-blooded German. And so when I was a little boy of three years old, my mom dressed me up in Lederhosen. And at the time, <laughs> I was quite embarrassed. But it was a long play on her, her part. And uh, 36 years later, I was able to enjoy that photo once again, side-by-side side with the adult version of myself in Lederhosen. <laughs> in the Hofbra house, and that was amazing. Got to d- delight in some German delicacies, a little pork knuckle. Never had heard of it before, but wow. it was fantastic. Um, and got to see the Irv outside of his natural habitat. Let me tell you, talk Come about on. a fish out of water. Irv in the Hofbra house surrounded by men in, men in Lederhosen and women in Drindles. <laughs> uh, he was a happy man, but he, he had never seen that wilderness environment before. No, this is a apex predator I mean, this is, to, you know, like, it's like taking a jaguar out of the out of South America and dropping it in the Alps. Like, it's got to be going, what do I do? I mean, I that's all I, I, I saw the picture of the vehicle he had. Amazing. Oh, my God. Like, how do you arrange for that? I mean, how do you think to arrange for that? By the way, they have really good German cars. They make good cars. He could have picked any of those. Instead, he goes Lamborghini. <laughs> I like, love it. The whole operation was just incredible. Oh, it, it had to be the best fish out of water of all time. It was great. And then... The trip came full circle. After the German game, we all got to kind of hang out in one of the conference centers because they put uh, on their drop-down projector the NFL red zone. Because as much as Germany loves football, they, there's not a lot of like sports bars where you can go and just watch NFL football games, which was kind of a surprise to me because um, we tried to catch one of the games. Was it a Thursday night game? or uh, No, we were trying to watch college football on Saturday. And so we went to like the thing that was supposed to be the – sports bar well we got in there and there was a bunch of uh you know five foot six soccer hooligans and they were playing <laughs> premier league on the tv and they were eyeing us up like they wanted to start a little fight and uh so we got out of there pretty quickly oh, God. i didn't need any of these guys with 24 inch necks that looked like they were straight out of some netflix movie to start <laughs> pummeling my ass thinking that i was a fan of the other premier league team so yeah uh, that was a challenge but after the game 
it was cool. We got to hang out as a whole network in one of the conference centers, watch NFL Red Zone, kind of catch up on the games on Sunday that happened after our game, drink some good more, more good German beers, and uh, see Irv in his unnatural habitat a little bit more. You gotta love Irv. I mean, is there more? Is there all I want? I just think it's I want amazing. The, like it's, like, I can't believe you get to experience it firsthand. Off it's amazing, and, and not only that. This is a question I really have because I understand why all stories can't be shared. But if if there were cameras fully documenting the Irv experience, would it have lived up to to Bo and my dreams? <laughs> There's no doubt. Uh, it was not his <laughs> natural environment. However, no. the effort that you saw Irv give on the field on Sundays in the 90s was legendary. I mean, one of the hardest working players in practice and then on Sundays. He was one of the few guys that would ever go across the middle, right? He was willing to take those shots. He was willing to put himself out there, and nothing changed even though he was in soccer territory. Uh, The the last night we were there, it was like 3 in the morning German time, and I rolled into the hotel bar, and sure enough, Irv is sitting at the hotel bar, He's watching NFL Red Zone on his laptop, and he still has his suit that he wore from doing the game like 13 hours prior. And I'm yes. like, what are you doing? But he was given effort, and I got to applaud him for the effort that he gave, even in international soils. <laughs> oh, my gosh. that's It's uh, amazing. Hoff, so I have – It makes I'm, me so happy. It makes me so happy. Like my face hurts. I'm smiling I so know. Much. It just, it's pure joy. From a – um, so I'm I'm half German as well, and I've oh, I've always tried to talk my wife into uh, that I would like to go to the homeland. What did juxtaposed to the the France Spain experience? What was the what was your German experience like? Yeah, completely different. And I feel like like you mentioned, you know, if you're a Ger- of German descent, I grew up in Milwaukee, which is heavily German. There's a little Polish, but it's mostly German. And so the food was familiar. The beer was familiar. The culture was familiar. Um, it just felt like home, right? And, and maybe yeah. a lot of people have experienced that when they've gone back to the country of their ancestors. There's just a little yeah. feeling of that. Um, I maybe, Z, you, you've experienced that yeah. in Croatia uh, amongst yeah. your people. I'm not sure if you had or not. but I did. Um, no, I yeah. wept when I stepped off the plane. I, it just was like oh. a feeling. Like It just it overwhelmed yeah. me, honestly. Yeah, it's just a little overwhelming. It's pretty cool, and especially being out there and, and seeing the love that they have for NFL football was was so cool because that's you know that's my life, and and we kind of had that bond. And so when my NFL Network bozos were were done partying for the night, I just looked for some German dudes that had football jerseys on, and sure enough, I found a couple of Browns jerseys that said, "Hey, do you want to hang out with an American? I'm a Browns fan. You're a Browns fan. Let's drink some beer." So it worked out pretty well. Um, Did they know who you were? Um, well, actually, one of the guys, oh, I, I, I got to remember his name. I'll put it up on Twitter. He was a good dude. Um, Ollie was his name. He was actually a lineman, and he was, like, in their development program, and he played some, like, semi-professional. And, but he kept he, – he spoke pretty good English, and he wanted to show me, like, his smoked meats and his sausages, which was really cool. And, <laughs> one of but us. Then he kept one of us. His stomach, and he's like, oh, I'd be playing pro football, except for I like to eat and drink too much. And, <laughs> and he just shake his belly. It was hilarious. It was great. So th- there was a language barrier, but we both understood what he was trying to say. Um, uh, you know, you, you juxtapose that with France, which was obviously a lot more refined. We went some nice dinners with the kids. Tremendous wines. That, you know, Z, you would yeah. have been in heaven as uh, well as you know your wines. Like, there was names of wines and 
vintages and things that I, I don't even, I couldn't even take a picture of. I uh. wouldn't do it justice. It was fantastic. And the meals, smaller, of course, in fortune than I'm used to, but no doubt. the detail was something that when I close my eyes and think about the detail I put into my notes and my preparation, like these chefs, they were putting that level of detail. And so there's appreciation uh, for the detail that they serve their foods with and the freshness of all their ingredients. It was really cool. It was really special to kind of have that and to have the German experience in the Hofbrauhaus, which is on opposite ends of the spectrum. And then Barcelona was kind of in the middle. That was like in the middle of our trip. Obviously, tremendous history. Wonderful, beautiful people over there. Food was fantastic. I ate three three tapas meals in one night, and all of them, My our guide that was showing us around was like, are you going to be able to eat everything on your plate? I'm like, don't worry, honey. I got this. <laughs> I've yeah. hung out with the Z at his house before. I can handle this. There's no problem. But, like, Barcelona was kind of in the middle, right? It was a little bit more edgy. It was not quite as buttoned up yeah. as refined as France, but not quite as much of, like, hey, let's just throw a bunch of pork on your plate and drink beer and giggle around about American football. So it was, it was a wonderful trip all around. Irv would have appreciated Barcelona because when I was there, my the one oh. thing that I remembered more than anything else about it was, like, the night didn't start until, like, 1 in the morning. That's when they exactly got going, right. like one or two yeah. in the morning, and then it was on until like the next day. That's how they party oh in Barcelona. God, that would have been him and his. Well, listen, they have built-in yeah. like naps. Yeah, they got the nap and siesta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they. they that's what I remember. I remember we went. Yeah. I went to a club at like eleven, and I'm like, "Where is everybody? Midnight? Yeah. Nobody." And then like one, two people pour in, and then it is just an all-out rager. Yeah. Yeah. Z. Z. Like. November, obviously, is not their high season. Like, you sure. want to go to Barcelona in the summer. That's when yeah. it's really going to be spectacular. But even in November, and the weather was a little bit dreary when I was there just for the couple of days. It was rainy. But the the last morning I got picked up for the airport about 6 to go to the airport to fly to Munich. And, like, we drove through the downtown. And there was people still waiting in line outside of the clubs to get into the club at 6, 6 a.m. It was, it was it. something, like, my brain couldn't wrap itself around it i'm kind of glad i'm 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 not spaniard because i'm not a real night owl i'm more of a morning person i like to yeah. get my work in between like 2 p.m and like 10 p.m and then go to bed and sleep it off and wake up and have a good day so half if, if the browns are lucky enough and and gibbe and i were talking about it Bo, oh. we're all in we want a germany trip yeah that would, that's I, oh. Oh. london we've done it's great love mm-hmm. it would be obviously happy to go back but Germany seems just awesome, and I know that you would be. I know the Hoff would be right back. Oh, isn't like us backers? Feels sounds feels, wonderful. Feels oh like my gosh, Germany, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah, Cincinnati's got that, a big that German. Just feels like too. it, and I tell you, so I, I left the family in Spain and went there by myself, and I didn't have a ton of duties. I worked Friday, Good Morning Football, and then Sunday the game, and so I kind of Saturday do whatever I want, you know, do some research and have meetings and stuff. But I had a lot of time, and I love just walking like when i'm in those yeah. cities i just walk and just look around so on saturday i walked for like six hours sunday before the game i walked uh friday around my shows i just walked i'd probably put in like 15 miles so my point is when we go there i'm your tour guide you guys come with let's me let's go beer hall in that entire city which that's is a beautiful it. city by the way man i know a lot of people over there now since my uh, american friends couldn't ollie. hang as much as the germans ollie me and ollie we'll show you the city let's go <laughs> Let's go. Half what I want to know is after this tour of eating and drinking and consuming, but now I find out this walking, you left this country with a legitimate eight pack. Where are we right now? 
Uh, we are we are far from an eight pack. <laughs> we're, we're doing okay because of the walking, but uh, it, it's going to be a rough couple weeks now, especially with Thanksgiving coming up. But that's right. That's what the holidays are for. January, put the nose back to the grindstone, and uh, we'll get back after it because you don't want to leave anything left on the table when you're out in Germany. You don't want to leave any meal uneaten. Let's put it that that's way, right. or beer undrank. <laughs> The best is when the half was here summer for obviously preseason and stuff. He's like, I, you know, I, I've kind of just let myself go. Meanwhile, he looked like right. the rock. Right. So you put your nose to the grindstone pretty much the last couple of months, right? And you really yeah. made an effort. The workups, workout switched up a little bit. And all of a sudden, one day, I get, I get a, a pick from the half, and he is like the most ripped dude on the entire planet. He's like, I had been slacking. That's what he said. I would hope someday at one one day, one second of my life, yeah. to look like the half looked when he had let himself go. And I'm like, get out of here with this madness. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it was it was a it was a good September, October because I knew that November was gonna be Europe and then Thanksgiving and Deer Camp and then the holidays. So we, we paid it in advance a little bit. I was two fifty six when I left and I was two seventy three when I got home and I felt Felt good about that. I was worried I was going to be over 280 when I got home. Those German That's beers amazing. are no joke, man. 17 pounds? I was yeah, happy it was only 17. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's incredible, dude. Wow. I think my dad I think my dad may have put on he just put that in while he was here. Yeah. Hey Hoff, um, just from a football experience, one thing that struck me of the game and everything surrounding it, we've always talked about, you know, maybe if you're ever his teams over there, two London teams. I don't know. Could you? Could Munich do it? Could it be Munich in London? I definitely believe after being over there and seeing the passion of these German fans that Germany is going to be one of those places, however far down the road, that when they want to put a European division together. Because that was one of the things that Roger said when we had him on the show on Friday. He said, we're really serious about having a European division. You know, obviously the competitive disadvantage, wow. advantage, Yikes. the issue of playoffs and things like that are, are a challenge because – all of a sudden, in the playoffs, you can't schedule six months out You know where they're going to play, who they're going to play, and trying to figure out all that stuff is going to be a challenge to figure out. But I would say when I was walking around, maybe 60% of the people just in Munich were wearing NFL jerseys. And I kind of just maybe blindly assumed that a lot of those people would be American fans that travel over there to make a vacation of it. But I sure, would say sure. of those fans that were wearing NFL jerseys, 90% were speaking German. I mean, it is the passion over there. I did a podcast with Bjorn Werner on um, Friday night. He was the first-round pick of the, the Colts. First German first-round pick yeah. in history. Florida State guy, and right? He's got, yeah, Florida yeah. State guy. Like He was yeah. a really good player in Florida State and sure. would have been a better player in the NFL, but he had some knee problems and had to retire. Uh, but I did his podcast. He just does an American football podcast in German. He's got 3 million subscribers. It's the number one sports podcast in the country of Germany. And this is a country wow. that loves soccer. Like, it was, wow. it blew my mind. They had 6,000 tickets that were sold for just his podcast. And so I think if NFL Europe is going to happen in some, type, some shape or form in a division, Germany has absolutely got to have a team, whether it's Frankfurt, Berlin, Munich, I'm not sure where because I haven't been anywhere but Munich, but the passion, the, the loyalty of these fans, they, they absolutely crave it. They understand it, and I think it's got to happen. That's a, it looked like it. I mean, it I mean, just it looked great. like – They're singing that. It's yeah. like unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. What an it environment. Was, it was pretty remarkable. Hey, we could have an environment here Sunday. We don't even know where this game's going to oh. be played, Hoff. 
I was yeah. at the game oh. in 07. You played in it, for God's sakes. The, Here the, against the Bills, the Snow Globe game. Your stretching routine. Uh, is your routine. Uh. What do you remember about I mean, I'm sure you remember everything about the game, yeah. but in terms of preparation and the actual experience of it, how was it for you playing in it? We were giddy like it was Christmas morning when we got the news, you know, a couple of days out that it was going to snow. And then it, it was one of those where you knew it was going to snow. And then as you got closer to game day, they were up in the total. You know, it was going from two inches to four inches. And then pretty soon in the morning, we wake up on game day and they're saying we might have seven inches of snow. And it was crazy. If you remember, Bo, um, the snow didn't really start until almost right at kickoff. So we were out there doing our warmups and it wasn't really snowing. And I remember we went back into the locker room. Romeo Cornell was the head coach. We were right in the thick of the playoff hunt at that time. So there was a lot of excitement in the city. And for those that don't know, like you do your warm-ups, and then you go back in the locker room, you get retaped, you take your pads off, you relax for maybe 15, 20 minutes before you come back out for introductions and then kickoff. And in that little 20-minute window, it went from almost no snow to a complete blizzard and a whiteout. And I remember standing in the tunnel and it was it was that Christmas morning feeling, and I tried to look across the, to the other sideline to see the Buffalo Bills, and you couldn't see them. It was snowing that hard, and instantly you just felt like a kid. It was it was impossible mm-hmm. not to be overjoyed with the moment because you knew this was something special. Turns out I never played in another big snow game like that in my entire life, and that was certainly one to remember, especially the way the game played out with a couple great Phil Dawson field goals that looked like he was kicking it right at the tunnel in the dog pound and <laughs> curves right back in and goes through the uprights. Uh, I think we got a safety in that game. We won 8-0 and kind of continued our march towards almost making the playoffs. Um, But it it was crazy because one more quick story. Um, The next morning, you know, you win the game, you come in, you're supposed to watch film. Because where the film gets recorded, which is way up in the end zone on either side, um, it was so far away and there was so much air and snow that the camera had to, you know, the lens had to zoom through. The first half, we didn't even watch it because you actually couldn't see the field. <laughs> it wasn't until the second half that we were able to see the players out there that we actually could kind of watch it. Uh, it was just That's comical, but it, it's just such a great memory when I reflect back on my NFL career. This was pure joy. Yes. What a treat. Uh, great talking to you, buddy. Injected into my guys, veins. Thanks for having me. I hope the boys get to enjoy a win in a snow globe like I did. Uh, be something if it can happen. We'll see. It's going to be interesting the next 12 hours or so. The great Hoff uh, joining us on the hotline there. We've got a score for tonight. It is a Thursday, though. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN yes, Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Browns fans, catch the Kevin Stefanski Show with Z and Gerard tonight, 7 to 8 at Razzles on Bagley Road, Nomsted Falls. You'll see Gibbe in his habitat. Gibbe! I'm going to need a drink after this one. Well, yeah, you're going to have him there. Heisman. Gibbe. You got Heisman Charlie by Hewlett, the white boy in there as well. Although That's his producer's like, hey, like, don't worry. We'll get it done before the weekend. I was like, but if the game gets moved. Yeah, then it's done. Then I don't. There's no good. There's it had to be today if the game gets moved. And I see Tom is talking about a couple of places. We've got a scores tonight, Gibby, don't we? We do. Uh, would you like Tennessee at Green Bay? Amazon Prime probably would. Yeah, they need the it. the last few weeks. They need it. They could use it. Good game for them. Packers, yeah. Lambeau. Minus three, Titans. right? Minus three, yeah. Yes, you got that right earlier. It's Thursday. Thursday. So do, you have a, do you have a strong preference on this Thursday? 
I just don't understand why Tennessee is a dog. Same. I hate both of you. I hate this whole week. I hate this show today. I love Hoff. But you'll be at Razzles tonight. Razzles. I hate it all right the now. The notorious one's coming on tomorrow. Yeah, My maybe. God, everything you'd ever want. I don't know. Yo. He birthed the show from his loins. From his loins. The next level's next. We're back tomorrow. Oh, Cleveland Browns Daily. 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.